everybody, it's Jonathan, or Mixmaster J, as Alex affectionately calls me. I'm the uh, producer and editor for Bible Besties. Today we've got a special episode for you. I was uh, tasked via podcast by Alex and Lauren to put together this supercut, and so I did it. And it's been a labor of love. It's been a lot of fun to listen back through the episodes and pull out different things that uh, I thought would be great to share with others. Uh, So by the time you listen to the end of this, you'll get uh, all the way through Genesis. You'll get the best of moments. It kind of gives you an idea of what the podcast is about. And hopefully it'll be something you're willing to share with others. You may at the end of it go, well, why not everything from Genesis? Or why not tell more of the story? Well, Alex already did that ding-dang thing. So I would encourage you to go back and listen to episodes where you want to know more or where you want to hear more of it. Uh, My suggestions would be the uh, Jacob and Esau main event, or maybe even the Noah story, or Leah and Rachel's baby fight, you know, really anything from the Jacob Esau cycle was some of my favorites. So we hope you enjoy this episode, and we'll see you in Exodus. And the man and his wife were both naked, and they were not ashamed. Oh, nudity's entered the picture. It was like no pants day. Oh, what a chill day. It was no pants day before there were pants. Oh my gosh, I can see your privates, Adam. And Adam's like, I can see your privates, Eyes Eve. up here, Eve. Eve, eyes up. <laughs> Adam, you put your eyes up. Oh no, that scratch exactly that. That's not how it's said at all. God doesn't exactly wait, say no, that No, wait, here it says, Genesis. no, let me do it over. God's like, hey, who said I shouldn't look at your privates? Right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You were paying attention. I just got Lord's attention. That's when Abel comes around the corner like, Hey, Cain, did you see how much God loved my offering? (laughs) And Cain's like, Enough. (laughs) Enough. Round one. Fight. Beats Abel to death. <laughs> verse 8. <laughs> chapter 4, verse 8. Enough. And Abel, in his last breath, is like, my brother. Not who am I? My brother's keeper? I mean, what? I don't even know who you're talking about. I don't even think about him. I've never given him a wedgie so hard he died. And God said, what have you done? Uh, Jepheth, I need you to gather up the old, uh, well, everything, like all the animals on earth. Pam, I need you to swing by the bottle oh, pick up a couple of tinnies, and I need you to pick up a whole bunch of ciggies, because we're going to smoke like crazy in there, and I have a feeling the tobacco is not going to survive this flood. Shem, I need you to help me build this blasted thing. It's huge. Yeah, big it's going to be. Three levels. It's going to be the greatest zoo boat ever assembled. And that's when they do it. So they build a great big boat. It's great. All the animals get on. Somehow they manage to get all the animals to show up. And I would imagine that 40 days and 40 nights, they hate each other. Oh my gosh. Like, him, I've got to ask you, where did you get that sandwich? <laughs> I have to ask you because I've been shoveling dung all dang day. And I come over here and I find, where's the pig? Where's the pig, Ham? Where's the pig? <laughs> There's one less pig in here. And you are always, and I mean this, this name is a curse. You are eating a sandwich that definitely has ham on it. And he's like, sorry, Dad, I love ham. What am I going to blow and drink with this thing? <laughs> I don't know how long wine takes to make, but he cooks up a batch within like a sentence. And he gets... <laughs> Pants on head, drunk. 
I don't know how no one knows someone saw his butt, except that he lined them up and Shem and Japheth looked nice and embarrassed. Like, oh, yeah, you had a tough night, huh, big guy? And <laughs> and they look, and he looks at him, he's going, did, 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 did. And he's like, you, what have you done, ham sandwich? And he says, nothing. You saw my butt, didn't you? Yeah, it was weird looking and everything. And his dad cursed Ham. They start building the tower. And they got uh, Brady the bricklayer and uh, Bill Bill the tar man. God's like, what on earth is this monstrosity? I'm over. I'm going to scramble their tongues. I'm going to mix them up. Finally, they won't have this shared obsession over Brady. And they can just, they can realize who they really are. Because this is sick. It's Abram time. It's time to meet our good friend, Abram. Soon to be Abraham. You know uh, the dude. Abram. You're going to need to uh, take a jog, my dude. Because I'm going to ask you to do me a solid. And Abram is like, what's that, my lord? And God's like... I need you to leave the lands of your father. It's about time I'm 75 years old. Great news. I have a great plan. And she goes, you know what, honey? This whole trip has really troubled me. The whole time, I really don't know if you were sound mind. But I'm really proud of you for having a plan. Thank you for being so considerate. And he goes, yes. So the grand plan I have is this. When we get there, you'll just say you're my sister. And then they won't kill me because I won't be your husband. Isn't that great? That is really good. Yeah, I mean, to spare your life is great news. What are we going to do about the me getting, like, basically married off to some random Egyptian? Oh, that's going to (laughs) happen. Like, there's no way around it. And she's like, can we, like, walk around Egypt? It's, like, really far. (laughs) Is that the same flippin' cracker barrel that we saw before? <laughs> Did we just walk back through Egypt? And she's like, no, no. We walked around Egypt, stupid. And he's like, well, I guess it can be done. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's a scrap. A whole bunch of king names. I don't know them. Like, yeah. I don't care either. I'm Amraphel. Ariok, Kedereleomar, Bera, King of Sodom, Bersha, King of Gomorrah, Shinab, Shembiar, Zor, Bela. All right, you've killed our listeners. Stop. Okay, so a bunch of kings are fighting, and basically lots really sweet place. Like the Jebpole, and the malls, and the movie theaters, and all the great areas in the plains. Really great area. Obvi in a war, everyone's going to want it. In the dark, like zero dark 30 in a war copter shows up like we're gonna bust these dudes out and they're like like 300 style they sneak in sneaking under the fence snapping the necks of people and they're like let's free these bad dudes and they get him out I want you to look up just look up in the air he's like okay god gonna rain some babies or something (laughs) he's like sort of he goes, look at the stars. I want you to count them. And he goes, good one. He goes, do it. 
<laughs> no, he does. Abram's like, let me get my glasses. Come, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> he says, try to count the stars. And Abram's like, I can't. <laughs> he goes, that's right, you can't. But that's how many babies will come from your line. Like, your generation will be so great. Covenants always have a barbecue. And some animal gets its head lopped off. Mm-hmm. And that's what God does. God's like, get me. A veritable Brazilian steakhouse of animals. Bring me a fogo de chow. Yeah, bring me the fogo de chow, my man. I, this podcast is sponsored by, by fogo, fogo de, de chow. chow. Uh, <laughs> meat tornado. I want a meat tornado, so bring me like a goat. Bring me like a horse. Bring me like a, a zebra. Give me like a giraffe. Give me like a hippo. Give no, me like no, a, he doesn't do the all whole, these animals. No, it's not all the animals. It's very on Noah. There. No? No. But your son will be a wild donkey. His hand will be against everyone and everyone's hand <laughs> against him. And he will live in hostility toward all his brothers. Ah, oh, cool like, life. What a terrible, terrible dish Hagar's been yeah, served. It's like, a rough episode. So if anyone's offended, uh, we're with you. Yeah. Tried and to, here we are. Here we are. Here we are with this story. of Somebody a, else's a, pain. An abuser getting like more, more abusing and the abusees like come mm. back for more. Well, <laughs> Sorry for this downer episode, everybody. <laughs> it's a good one. 99 years old. Oh, you're going to have a baby, all right, with your 90-year-old wife. Oh, before that, let's cut a tip of your ding ding off. <laughs> good one. Good one. And God's like, I don't know why you're laughing, but uh, yeah, them's the breaks. I'm going to get my first impression, Rose. New people and showed up. New people. Ah! Fresh meat. Fresh so meat. they don't care. They're trying to win a game show. And they're like, hey, babe. Hey, dudes. They don't care. They just want to get on the show. And Lot's like, I told you, stay away from the hot tub. It's gross. Ew. So everyone's aggressively hitting on them. Like, uh, aggressive sexual harassment's taking place. You know what, Abram? I know this was pretty weird, but I do want to share with you a promise. Stop me if you've heard this one before. You're going to be so blessed. Like, so blessed. You're simply the best. Better than all the rest. Better than... Like, he really tries to comfort him, and he goes, Well, what? you've put me in an awkward position here. I brought my son to sacrificing, and... He probably feels real odd about it. And he's like, no, 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 we'll just, no, dude, dude, don't even worry about it. Just do the thing. Here, watch. That's like the tinkle of his nose, like bewitched. And guess what appears? A ram. He's like, he's like, <laughs> oh, great, dude. Um, is I need your, your help. I'm so heartbroken. I want everything done the, the right way. Um, would you... Uh, do me a solid and just grab my butt real quick. What? He doesn't say he that. He does. He no. says, grab my butt. I have a task for you. No. What's it say? Read it. Okay. We're in chapter 24. Now, well, Ab- no, this is, I, I'm literally, this is no. exactly what's in there and it's better than what you say. Now, Abraham was old, well advanced in years, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. And Abraham said to his servant, the oldest of his household, who had charge of all Until, that he had, yes. put your hand... <laughs> <laughs> my butt under my thigh but abram abraham bites it finally he well, yeah. dies at a hundred and seven 
Real chronomancer, 175 years old. He finally gives up the ghost after having like eight kids. He finally dies. And what's interesting about that is that Ishmael, the son from Hagar, comes back and joins That's Isaac. That's right. They, they bury him. To bury him in the land of the Hittites next to his wife, Aww, Sarah. beautiful. Aww. So there's a little reunion there. And out of this comes a red fur baby that they call Esau, which literally means red fur baby. Yeah. He's a real hairy little guy. Like, I always imagine it like it's a little Tasmanian devil, you know, this like little hairy monster comes out. <laughs> because he's he's going to be the tough boy. You know, he's all he's all like that. But then behind him, before he gets out, what should come out? Why right when they're pulling out the red fur baby's leg? Here comes a hand. Who's grabbing at his leg? It's Jacob. Little Jacob. Jacob is holding on to his leg. He won't give up. He's not satisfied with being a distant second. He's right there with him. Yeah, Jacob literally means he grabs the heel, or figuratively, he deceives. Ooh, he's not. Oh, he's a tricky baby. He's a cunning baby. He's a tricky boy. Right. Brother, I'm so famished. Good Lord, I really need to eat something. I'm going to die. What good is a birthright when I'm about to die? And he's like, you're serious. You think you'll give me your birthright if I give you this soup? This, This soup. Yes, brother, please. He goes, Deal. Done. Do it. Yeah. Eat, eat, eat up, hard body. Go for it. We're going to get that blessing for you. Lord knows we can't have Brock Hardbody up in here running this place. He's a sweet boy and I love him to bits. I just don't know if he cares about anything besides killing. So, Alton Brown, I mean, uh, Jacob. Jacob, gets his plate together. He's setting the plate. He's plating the meal. He puts the fur on his arms and he walks in and goes... Uh, father, <clears throat> father, it's me, Esau. This is so good, son. Come over here. I want you to receive your prize. And what does he do? He gives him his blessing. I know that you know it won't be the same, but you'll just you'll have more of Alex and less of me. I know that's not why you tune listen, in. Listen, listen, Lord, today don't put yourselves down like this. It's important. You keep me on track, and I and I appreciate you because you're my bestie. So today. Oh, you don't have anything to say to me? That's fine. Forget it. No, you are. No, just go to hell. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Hey, that's not really in the spirit of our <laughs> show. Just shut up. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, well. Just the two, two of us. us. We can make it. Okay. Okay. So we're here. Blood from his noses and death-dealing bruises. Breaking his limbs off and smashing his toeses. Blood-red-soaked garments that are wrapped around his neck. I'm gonna kill my brother to death. <laughs> and he's he's singing this like sick haunting tune. And what she says, she's like, Yeah, he's kind of been self-soothing by singing a song about how he's gonna murder you. Here comes the grossest part. He's like, When he lies and cheats and mischiefs, when I'm feeling sad, I simply remember that soon he'll be dead. And then I don't feel you know how it goes. He doesn't feel bad, right? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I know. Yeah, everyone, my dad, his dad, they all got it. We got the song. Just the two of us. And God goes, oh, slow it down, bud. I've written something a little special for you. We're 
We're sorry. You're not being Rickrolled. This is just what God said. And uh, God starts singing in what is the most beautiful voice he's ever heard. And he says, We're no strangers to covenants. You know the rules, and so do I. A full commitment's what I'm thinking of. You wouldn't get this from any other god. Ah, you know how it goes. <laughs> Just wanna tell you how I'm feeling. I gotta make you understand. Check it out, I'll never give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. And he's like, east to west, and so on. He keeps going like, <laughs> it's good. I don't mean to rickroll everybody. Maybe I did. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. That's a little out of touch. You know, they don't rickroll people anymore. Leah is pregnant again. This is the fourth one. And you can see the steam coming off of Rachel's head right now. And as Leah comes out, it's like, you ever hear that Demi Lovato song, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry? Like, this is exactly what happened. She walks out and she's like, Now I'm out here looking really pregnant. Feeling like a 10, the most pregnant I've ever been. And yeah, I know how bad it must hurt to see me like this. But it gets worse, I'm having seven. <laughs> now you're out here looking like regret. Ain't too proud to beg. It's like a chance will never get all the stuff. But it basically goes into, baby, you're pregnant. I'm not sorry. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> She's just dunking on Leah so Rubbing hard. her belly the whole yes, time. Yes, the whole time just be like, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Yeah, it's so good. Like, oh, oh she's just man. basking. Not in the Bible is there all the other work he put in. Like, he knows that striped sheep come from sheep who got down to, like, really aggressive rock music. But clean, like, pure sheep. They got down to, like, uh, Barry White, you know? So he's playing, he starts playing Barry White whenever the pathetic sheep show up to make love. And he's like, go ahead, do your thing. And you're like, they do and then whenever like a big tough healthy herd shows up it's like they put on the rock music he puts down the stripe sticks and they're just getting down to make stripe babies and let me just say this all sounds ridiculous and it is but it works in the story and she's just like wink Nailed it. Nailed it. Like, got him. He hates talking about lighting stuff. That oh, old crazy. She pulls the Zach she Morris. She just Zach Morris him so hard. And he's just like out of the tent looking sheepish and goes, Well, I'll be damned. Turns out you didn't steal my bowling trophies. Turns out you didn't steal my tapes and my baseball cards. On the way in, Billboard after Billboard. Tonight's the night. This is the fight. Brothers collide. This is where Abram's covenants decided where who's gonna who's gonna inherit this thing. And he's just losing his mind. He's sweating as much as the strongest of Wrestle Boys. It's Covenant Mania. Yeah, that's it. It's gonna be a covenant cage match. But what should happen is he wakes up to the sound of Oh yeah, brother, I'm about to snap into Liam Jim. It's Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> this is when he sees it. Out of Macho Man's back. Beautiful white feathers. He's an angel. He's an angel. It's an angel Macho Man. Uh, sir, can I help you? I assume you're one of Esau's friends. Oh, no, you're wrong there, buddy. I'm here to test your metal. And then we're going to wrestle all night. <laughs> <laughs>
keeps pummeling him. He gives him so many elbow drops, I've lost count. He, he, he gives him one of those Hulk Hogan leg drops. He's just like, throws him in the locker room. Hey, nerdy, this. Just keeps pummeling the tar out of him. So he comes out. Jonathan, please. Mixmaster J, if y'all don't know, he puts out sound effects on this. Let's get some pyrotechnics, some, some wrestle entrance music. I don't know. Play it. Go! He walks out. The crowd erupts. In front of him are 300 greased up wrestling monster angels who are protecting him. And he's just like, yes, yes. So he cuts through, he gets to the ring. There's no way Esau's going to cut through all these dudes to get to him. So there he is in the ring and he starts demanding, just lower the cage now. And they're like, he's not in there yet. And he's like, do it. And they do it anyway. So now he's got a cage and all that protecting him. And that's when the lights cut out. It's just like when the Undertaker shows up. Big ominous music, dark lights, and you hear it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the ring the Red Fury, the hairiest, handsomest muscle boy, Brock Hardbody himself. <laughs> so. And he grabs him, his mid-meat hook grabs him, brings him in, and the most tender kiss ever on the forehead. Isn't that a surprise? <laughs> everyone stops screaming, and everyone is silent. Boo, what is this? And he goes, brother, it's so good to see you. Wow, I missed you a bit. So uh, today, I think the way we do this is we treat it serious. It's a drama. And when I think of a movie drama that deals with really serious, heinous behavior, I think of The Godfather. Yes. It's all real. Like, man, it's dark. It's gritty. It's real-life mafia stuff. And this is what this is about. It's about a family whose child makes a bad choice, a heinous, evil choice, and they're working to cover it up. What? What are you talking about, you lunatics? Why are you doing this? Who the heck are you guys? Don't you know who I am? And they go, oh, we know who you are. We know exactly who you are. We're all about your ways and what you think's right. He goes, who the heck are you guys? He goes, I'm Simeon. This is Levi. We're Dina's brothers. We're Jacob's sons. And we're your worst nightmare. And we're your worst nightmare. And just blows them away. They go through that whole town and like just waste them, destroy them. And that's what happens, basically. More swords, less Tommy guns. But anyways, same idea happens. I'm impressed with your, uh, your willingness to come forward like this. So you know what, son? I have an idea for you. You're getting moved to upper management, my man. And upper management doesn't wear shepherd clothes, my dude. And he's like, oh, really, Dad? Tell me, what does upper management wear? Am I to understand it's a, a little more ornamental, something more, 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 more exotic, if you will? Fancy. Fancy? It would suit me. You know I'm a bit fancy. And he goes, get a load of this, my man. Welcome, Mr. Manager, 
here's your new coat of many colors. And he brings out like what's essentially an enormous bathrobe that is so ornate that it's like it definitely screams you are not going to be walking around much outside. I, as I said, I had a nap and not just any nap. Oh, boy, did I have a, a, a lovely nap that elicited in my mind quite possibly the most wonderful dream. Do you want to hear it? And they're like, <laughs> they're like, no, what did we go away? Some of us have stuff to do. And he's like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to tell you real quick. Listen, I had a dream. It was buck wild. All right, here we go. So all of us are doing as we do, working, toiling as we do in the fields because we're, we're, we're workers. And here they're like, yeah, I don't know if Binding I don't, sheaves. I don't remember you working, but go ahead, dork. Go ahead. And he's like, so. Anyways, we were binding sheaves, you know, binding up the sheaves and wrapping them up. And we all bound up our own sheaves. And mine was particularly large, impressive, and well-kept, as one would expect from a manager. Listen, attention, I'm the manager, you will listen. Okay, so anyways, we bind up all the sheaves. And my sheave, wouldn't you know, stands right up because he's so dang beautiful. He stands up in all of your sheaves. You, you know, your sheaves are like, whoa. Wow, like, good lord, that's a beautiful sheep. And guess what they did? They begin to stand up, but they bow because my sheaves are so much more impressive than yours. Isn't it? Imagine all of your sheaves bowing to my sheep. Gordon wants no responsibility for how I tell this because I'm sure he's a little nervous from last week. Things got pretty, pretty uh, middle schooly, didn't they? They did. They did. And this, I'm, and this one doesn't, this one's not that far off. It still has a little bit of a, um, a Caddyshack vibe. If, if sometimes, you will. if sometimes the Bible stories seem like, uh, daytime television, you, you're not incorrect. No. And sometimes they get kind of silly, like, uh, Animal House. This is wrong that I be here. I'm a fancy boy. I once wore a very nice coat, if you don't believe me. I was a manager. If you know Potiphar, who accused me of this ridiculous behavior, he left me in charge of everything. And let me say, if, let me just, if I want to be clear, I am a gift, if I'm being perfectly honest. I'm an incredibly talented, handsome man. And I don't know why I should be put in here. And they're like, get in the cell, chucklehead. And they put him in there. Mm -hmm. He goes in. But while he's in there, same crap happens. They're like, hey, prisoner 224, go mop up the slop down there. And he's like, yes, no problem, sir. I'm on top of it. And he goes in there, mops up the slop. If he wouldn't, if you wouldn't believe, he cleaned the whole ding dang present, top to bottom, just immaculate. Immaculate. They're like, oh, great. Uh, hey, you mind running over, uh, picking up some lunch from blah, blah, blah? We'll, we'll send you. And he's like, Oh, yes, of course. And he runs and gets them lunch. He comes back with like triple what they ordered because he raised such a fuss about the cleanliness of the restaurant that they just gave him all his free food to yeah. send him home. And they're like, good Lord, I like this prisoner. He's great. And there's like a note. There's a message. He's He's been told, hey, you're being called up to the big time because you can discern dreams. And he's like, get out of here. Oh, my gosh. And the guards are like, oh, that's so exciting. And he's like, I know. Maybe it's my day. Oh, I can't go dressed like this. I can't go before a king. If I can be so honest, I need a makeover. And they go, oh, yeah, Toto for Cleveland. We're going to give you a real makeover. So imagine now Pretty Woman. You know she's brought into the store. And they're like, Pretty Woman. They're doing the, the like, 
the montage there in all those movies where you put on like seven outfits and he keeps <laughs> popping out like, hey, how's this? And the guards are like, oh, nice. That's very good. All very to get good. dressed up to go see Pharaoh. And finally, there's there's a there's one where they're like washing his feet and he's getting his nails did. And he just looks great. He shows up looking like the bell of the ball. I mean, real like, what are those movies? What's one of them where like, from zero to hero, you know what I mean? Miscongeniality, Miscongeniality <laughs> yeah. right? He's so Sandra he's Bullock. Sandra he's Sandra Bullock so hard, and he shows up, and, he's, and everyone's like, "Whoa, two two four seven, you're a knockout!" <laughs> They're like, "We'll get you to the Pharaoh, and you're gonna make a great impression." Even on the him. guards are turning the their guards heads. are just like, "Whoa, hubba hubba, look at that!" I he thought he was a, a prisoner. I thought he was a loser. Yeah, and Joseph just lays into it, like everything he's done. How hard he's had to hustle. All the unfair stuff. He's like, wow, that's a wild story. Well, guess what, bud? I have great news for you. You're coming out of that pit of yours. You're not going back to jail. Say hello to Mr. Manager. And out from behind comes a beautiful coat. I mean, like, just the most decorative ornamental gem. A little badge, a sash, everything he's ever wanted. And he's like, oh my goodness, it's happening. It's real. You like me. You really like me. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm all right song. You know, he's just like going nuts. Man, I really hope Pharaoh's new manager is like reasonable. Man, I really hope Joseph's whole murder thing doesn't come back to haunt us. You come here for grain, you say. And they're like, what is wrong with his <laughs> voice? Like, it sounds like he's almost disguising his voice. And they're like, what? And he goes, oh, you come here for grain, you say. And they're like, yes, great and powerful manager of Pharaoh. This creep manager <laughs> loaded their bags with cash and grain. They don't know what to believe. They're scared because they're like, okay, now I'm starting to think if we do come back into town, he's going to claim we stole the grain. This is how he's going to get the Pharaoh to like have us executed. All this stuff is so ridiculous and absurd. There's no way this should happen. All we tried to do was come here and pay you for grain and we keep getting sucked back into this madness of yours. Please, just please help us and tell us tell, what's going on. And he finally goes, God's leave us and they're like oh gosh what's this creep gonna do when there's no <laughs> guards around and the guards all leave and they're like please sir please just have mercy and he's like have mercy will i better than that how about i give you a surprise like, Ugh, no what and he goes he's just kidding there's a goof I'm just kidding. It's a goof. Remember? Remember me? It's your brother. Yeah, come on back down. You can move and I'll look after you. And they're like, uh, yeah, I guess if it's going to be five more years, sure. Great. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Right. It's not like in the future all our people will be enslaved. <laughs> Spoiler alert. That's Exodus. But we finished Genesis almost. Is it done? Almost, Am I done? done? I don't even remember what else that happened. That finishes today's episode. So I'm the brothers so sick of this book. So, ba so basically, <laughs> that 
That's one book. Jacob dies. Israel passes. So he crumbs. He dies. Yep. Ah, ah. In the arms of the angels, he's dead. Then cool. Joseph, he stays in Egypt along with his father's family. He lived 110 years, Good and Lord. he dies, and he's uh, basically mummified in a coffin in Egypt. So Joseph dies. But but one part that that you kind of skipped over here is it's boring. Is it about dads? No, as they were bringing um, the family to Egypt to live and stay, things in Egypt, the famine had really ramped up and got even worse. Yeah, that's what I said. They, they sold all their land. They became slaves. Oh, you did say that? I did. Listen, Lauren, you're sitting here. Well, that that's important because that's going to set up Exodus. Thank you. I so thought it was things- important too, and it's why I included it because I'm so <laughs> dang smart. Alex, I think that uh, we should end... Uh, it's done. We, I just said it. We just you took left. away my triumphant conclusion, which is end of Genesis. Let's make the sound. Give me your book. Done. It's over. Thanks for listening. Since we're besties now, could you do us a favor? Visit iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Also, be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Twitter and visit us at BibleBesties.com for exclusive content.